to be open sexually with you, then what is her purpose in your life, man? Like a woman don't have anything worth money, but what does she have that's worth dealing with her? Her body is the only thing. And if she's not open enough with you to share that with you willingly, openly, especially considering the facts that women like women love sex as much as men do, she wants it as much as you do, but she's not giving it to you. That means she doesn't want it from you. So what is the purpose? What is she giving you that even warrants her being there? Nothing. That's just, there's nothing for her to do. So as men, man, you have to understand, man, any woman who is not pleasing you sexually is not worth your time because there's nothing she could do to make up for that. What can she do besides go out and make a whole lot of money and pay you? That's it. That's all she can do. Make a whole lot of money, pay you. And then even that is still not going to warrant her being in your presence all the time because that means you're going to have to find another arrangement where you need to have sex. You see what I'm saying? It's a crazy thing, man. So you cannot allow a woman to treat you as if who's like 10 kids there max 30 adults all right all the adults are smoking drinking and shaking their ass so some girl mind you this girl name is tati this is her real name if i don't say we gonna call the person da -da -da -da, then if the name i say is their real name feel me she, some girl named Tati, who wanted to fight her while she was pregnant, was at the party. And I'm like, bitches is desperate for friends now. This is what we do. I mean, so Tati posted the party. I swiped up. I'm like, where the kids at? She was like, they was there. I'm like, I only seen a handful. Tati went back and told Shanice what I said. I knew she was going to do that. That's why I said what I said. I wanted to be funny because bitches, you keep playing with me. I'm going to show you. Feel me? But yeah. So, Tati did that. She's going to post a status like, oh, I wish bitches. Some shit. I'm, I don't remember something. She posted a status about me and what I said about the baby shot or whatever, right? So then somebody put in the comments, they was, they asked her, they was like, what happened? And she was like, oh, my ex did, my ex best friend who fucked my baby father. It's worried about my party. Da, da, da. Shania know me. Bitch, don't play with me. I'm writing the comments like, what are you talking about? Who fucked your baby father? Do you wish I fucked that nigga? Girl, mad. You mad because you got herpes, bitch. Don't play with me, bitch. Every time you go, you want to get sick. Achoo, achoo. Your pussy break out with you. Right along with you. Your pussy get sick with you, bitch. Don't play with me. Feel me? So... Fucking wings and you know your hands and all this bullshit and all that. The razor was on my dick. That's a daily routine. Once you fuck with this shit, this is your life. Whenever you walk, you talk. The officers got hit to you know, put the razor blade in their mouth. So what they would do was take Vaseline, stick their hand in the Vaseline, and stick the Vaseline in that asshole. Take the razor blade. Find a piece of plastic, wrap the razor blade with plastic, 
force the razor blade in their ass. If you go inside a facility, you don't clear the bag, what happens is they put you under observation for 72 hours. Which one day, they may walk through the magnometer and it activated. So men take his belt off, cigarettes out, and put it on the uh, in the garbage can so we could search him. Then they walk through again. It kept raining. And when you're under that observation inside that room, they got cameras on you, got a pig on you, watching you, watching your shit. You know what I'm saying? Putting his hands through your shit like he's some type of freak. The captain, you know, ordered him to pull his pants down and bend down, squat, and spread your ass cheeks. You get stripped, you know what I'm saying, in your birthday suit. You stripped down to your birthday suit. And the first thing they tell you is to pass your fingers through your head. No man, wait, bring your fingers through your head. Make sure there ain't nothing in your head if you have hair. Don't cock your ears. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you know what I mean, was pretty much uh, trying to compete against the bitch that I knocked from the nigga. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to prove herself to me because she was only able to, she was making like fives and sixes. And the other bitch was coming in with 13, 17. She was really tearing down downtown Chicago. You know what I mean? She was raping, you know what I mean, downtown Chicago. And the other bitch that really tried to really prove herself, you know what I mean? I never showed no favoritism with my ism. And I really appreciate it because even though her money wasn't the same, she had more effort. So I sat up there and put it in her ear like, look, a bitch can have... Be, uh, generate more money than you, but in the long run, you're going to end up making more money than her. Why? Because you're serious about your hoeing, bitch. You're giving all your effort to be there. Small shit uh, like money, that shit just come with the territory of sitting up there giving your loyalty to the game. you making daily deposits in the game. When you make daily deposits in this game, little shit like money gravitates to you. You just got to stay loyal to the game. That's all you got to do. So, you know what I mean? The bitch, man, you, you know, downtown Chicago, uh, the bitch that wanted to prove us, I ain't going to say her name, but she had never checked over a thousand down there. So one, uh, one day. For about nine months and about three or four months ago, I watched a live stream where he spoke about his mentorship program and he gave out an email, breadthepolite45 at gmail.com. And I was like, whoa, you know, because I had been listening to him. And for him to give out his personal email, I was kind of like, whoa, this dude's giving out his personal email. This is crazy. But this is the opportunity for me. Let me go ahead and shoot him an email. You know what I'm saying? I want to connect with him. I just got my real estate license. I'm like, you know, from what I hear, he's in real estate. <laughs> the things that, <laughs> that he presents, like speaking about it now, is hilarious because it's all fraud. It's all fraud. Anyways... I'm like, he's into real estate, you know, I can, we can meet, uh, meet up or talk, chop it up on the phone, 
connect and build you know that was my goal like to connect with him and build like show me the way you know what I'm saying like I'm ready to learn all that I can and apply that to my life because I want to get out of you know poverty I don't want to live struggling or working a nine to five or anything like that like I want to be able to move how I want to move as an entrepreneur and you know he speaks about the streams of income the trust funds and all that type of stuff so I'm like teach me you know I'm ready I come in here with $300 $500 you know what I mean she not gonna do that what do you mean what do I mean by my people my standards this information have you been you must have came in late but my information is so valuable that it's worth more than anything I can't devalue that and disrespect this information I done went through failures and ups and downs and been criticized and Minim uh, people tried to minimize me. I done went through ups and downs and turnarounds to get the information that I have. I'll be damned if a bitch tell me 5,000 is too much, 10,000 is too much, 20,000 is too much. Listen, there is no amount of money that is greater than the information that you have to instruct that woman. That's the only mentality to have as a pimp. Some of y'all should have been stepping it up. I told you guys, nothing great in life is obtained without a sacrifice. And when that woman is really serious about your pimping, she will make the ultimate sacrifice to obtain that gain. Even when you look in the scriptures, when you look at the anointing of God, when you when you get yeah, bro, just sit back and the literal devil. I believe that he is. I, I I see that he is. To to go on doing stuff like this, he's the devil. I respond, you know, because I'm like, he finally responded to me. So I'm like, all right. I hope that is the truth this time around. My anxiety is from not having proper communication with you. I don't see, oh, I don't know how or why you can't see that. In a world full of adversity, I'm always learning and pushing forward, using my consciousness to manifest. You know, this is something that he says and something that I've been inspired to, you know, practice with my daughter, like using our consciousness to manifest our goals. Like I'm telling you, like I was in deep with this dude. I know it's crazy. I know, I know. But um, I said, me and my daughter meditate on that every day. Just not at all expecting certain shit from polite. So he said, I missed your calls because of my call forwarding. It happens. I spent money out in my own pocket to help facilitate your goals, confiding in your story. Now it will cost me. And I am also giving you back 500. I made the decision. I will live with it. Not the I'm like, <clears throat> I don't even know. How to respond to that? Like he just sent me a whole bunch of shit that, like, just sent me my damn money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just say, for your mishaps, it happens. For my reaction to your mishaps, no excuses. He then sit up there and make it mandatory. Hey, 
you only gonna wear this and we you only wearing heels that's it then you make it mandatory you know what i mean but for right now why that bitch can't walk in heels and as bro says she got on the shine bradley's you know for for the time being go ahead and let us sit up there man and wear them little flops or whatever get your money up take care of your business then once you done, uh, got a pillow once you done set up there, you understand me, and uh, stacked your uh, your paper up and took care of your necessities, you know what I mean, and everything like that, then you can sit up there and say something out your mouth and stand on it. You know, you're in position. So if the bitch blow, she blow. You still got dough, and you still in position to sit up there and go knock a real hoe. But take care of your business first. I'm teaching you wisdom. Them other niggas is teaching you emotionalism. I'm teaching you wisdom. Because them motherfuckers going to tell you to do this and do that, now you ain't in position. You done blew the bitch. And now you calling his phone asking for a jug. The same nigga that gave you that dumbass advice. And now he, he acting funny on even giving you a jug. And he done gave you, you understand me, advice for destruction. Come on, man. Listen to a pimp. Take care of your business first, young man. You know what I mean? Check it. Take care of your necessities. Take care of your bills. Moving on, man. But yes, it's mandatory. Ladies, I want to see heels. I'm tired of seeing you bitches on the track with Bo Jackson's on. I'm tired of you bitches having BK Diamond sales on. I'm tired of you bitches ever. You're going to also have that one, two, or three supervisor who are out to get you, okay? I had one supervisor who I felt like hated me, wanted me gone. Like, she did not want me there at all. I'm telling you, this particular supervisor was out to get me. I felt like, oh my god, like, where is she? Is she here today? Because I might call out. Like, is she going to write me up for walking down the hallway the way she doesn't want me to walk? Oh my god, like, is she at my car? Please, someone tell me before I go. Yes, that's how it was. I personally feel like this woman was out to get me. Another thing that is so, so important about my experience working here that I really want to share with you guys is the conditions of the facility. Guys, just know every facility is not clean, okay? I will say that again. Every facility is not clean. Keep that in mind. That means that you have to also work in this filth, which is very unacceptable. There was this one particular floor on the jail that smelled like bad decisions. Who did it and why? And please do not do it again. I kid you not, guys. This floor was terrible. Just imagine everybody in your household using that same toilet and not flushing between every use and letting it sit there for a couple days. That's what this floor smelled like.
my God. You Gerald Houston, bro. You be hugging people in the mall. You Gerald Houston. You be giving hugs. You in Gerald Houston, bro? Oh, damn, bro. I thought you Gerald Houston, bro. Oh, my God. Quintasia Willis. Oh, my God. Quintasia Willis. Quintasia Willis. You Quintasia Willis. Quintasia. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Peter Parker. You're Peter Parker, oh my god, Peter Parker, oh my god, man. It's Peter Parker, bro. What's up, man? Where's the Spider-Man suit, bro? You're not Peter Parker? you Peter Parker, you Spider-Man, you turn into Spider-Man, you got bit by the spider. That's not you? Oh my god, knew that was you, bro. Marshawn Lynch, bro. Marshawn Lynch, oh my god, it's Marshawn Lynch, man, oh my god, man. Marshawn Lynch, man, what's up, man, let me get a picture with you, bro. Marshawn Lynch, baby. Beast mode, baby. Rizzon for shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Marshawn, baby. Yeah. Oh my god, my favorite comedian, Craig Robinson. My favorite comedian, Craig Robinson. Oh my God, hot tub time machine, man. Oh my God, Craig Robinson, man. It's nice meeting you, bro. You Craig Robinson, right? You ain't Craig Robinson. You is Craig Robinson, bro. You play the hot tub time machine. Come on, take a picture with me, bro. You Craig Robinson, bro. Let's go. You ain't Craig Robinson, bro. You Craig Robinson. This ain't funny, bro. This is a lifetime achievement for me. I'm telling me Craig Robinson. You Craig Robinson. I don't know. I got my ID on you, bro. Get your ID? You're not yeah. Craig Robinson. You feel me? Where the McDonald's is at? When you walk in the mall, you turn left, you got the McDonald's, and to the right, you got the Walmart. I was in that little area right there. You feel me? Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're from the city, man, go ahead and, you know, screenshot this. If you're from the city, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, you feel me? Let me get back to the story. But look, and I'm like, bro, Harry, yelling my phone, bro. Like, come on, like, I don't know what's going on. Do you hear that? That's when you, that's when you hear what, what I told you. It was busting. I'm like, ooh. So I see mom. She, I'm like, ooh, I'm next. We out there, bro. Hit me, I'm gone. Get out the window, boom. So then I get out the door, we like, dang, I got my phone on though, so I'm lit, I don't care about none of that, I'm cool, you feel me? I'm, I'm finna sit in the car, you feel me? I'm, you feel me? Hey, you know, I'm in the car, I got my phone on, I ain't really tripping. Bro, come to find out, dude. Come to find out. The police done killed somebody in the mall. They done lay, the police done lay somebody down in the mall, man. I'm like, oh man, they done laid somebody down in the Bowen Hills Mall. I ain't been to that mall ever since then, bro. I'm like, nah, they laying people down in the mall. I ain't going to that mall. And that's the third time something happened in that mall in a row. That's the third time something happened in that mall in a row. Third time something in the mall in a row, bro. First time I went to the mall, I went with this girl, and I was in like, I was in like 10th grade breakfast thinking at the movies, man. They're traumatizing me. I didn't want to go back up there. You feel me? They're traumatizing me, breakfast thinking we in the movie theater. I'm saying, if y'all want that story. What would you have faced initially? Uh, like, through the grace of God, I really got blessed, like, because the type of charges I had, like, like, 
Niggas be doing some 10 years, at least seven. Like, possession of five on white on first offender probation. Like, they're like five years out of dribble, but I had two good lawyers, like, talk to my favor. I see. What was your family's reaction to the the I mean, plea deal? And Everybody that? was kind of like, devastated. Because no one actually thought I was going to prison. Everybody thought I was going to come home, but it ain't work like that, though. What did the lawyers think? Lawyers the lawyers think? thought I was, like, I initially I hired the first lawyer, but felt like he was trying to give me away like so I had a new lawyer so I had two lawyers at the time then once the second lawyer was kind of still telling me what the first lawyer was telling me which was like they asking for two years because they was asking for two years out of dribble like if, if I ain't want to take no plea or go to trial or nothing like they give me two years I could take the two years a day and long story short so I ain't want to take the two years I had a lot going on at the time I ain't want to take the two years so I just told my lawyer like to try to bargain and bargain and bargain so I pleaded guilty to let the judge make a decision. So the judge gave me a drug program, like, for addicts, like, for real drug addicts. So once I got there, it was, like, real addicts there, like a rehab. So I knew I wasn't going to do that. Like, I ain't had no drug problem. It sounds so easy. Just do the program and you're done. Man, that shit could have been a lot easier, but, you know, everything happened for a reason. That what it was. Yo, girl. Thanks. I'm like, my girl's BBW. <laughs> Tight as suck. You dry eat some lunch with you. You feel me? Do you hear this man? Can I get your phone number? Oh my god, my phone broke. Your phone broke? Yeah, you gotta contact my watch. Contact your watch? Mm -hmm. What's your watch phone number? 415. Put it in there real My quick. hands is full. What is it? 415. 244. Alright, bet. My name's Drill. What's your name? Kira. Kira. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm like my girl BBW. I'm gonna suck you dry, eat some lunch with you. What's your name is? Wanda. Can you get your phone number, Wanda? Yeah, 415. Here you put in my phone for me. Oh, I'll go out to the boat or something, some crab legs, something. Alright, bet. Thank you, Wanda. Nice meeting you. My name's Gerald. Yeah, Gerald. Alright. Damn, excuse me, miss. I don't know your name, but I seen you from across the room. And I got to admit, you got my attention. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah, you got a man? It's complicated. Well, shit, you looking a lot like my next girlfriend then. Okay, what's your name? Real, my name Gerald. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Gerald. Is what's your you name? Serious? Can I have your phone number earlier? Uh -huh. Hell yeah, hold up, lock me. Lock me in right now. Lock me in right now? Alright, bet. Can I get a hug for you go? Shit, damn, hold up. Damn, you fine. Excuse me, baby, you fine as hell. Real. So you got a man? You ain't got no man? I was gonna say the hell with him anyway. I had to keep that shit. All the way up, 100, hold on for a minute. But I had to sit up there, man, and uh, sit up there and let you niggas know that you ain't the pimping. Because some of you have been lying so long that you believe your lies. But I'm finally going to do the little Kanye video that you guys wanted. So matter of fact, like I said, meet me uh, back at 5 o'clock. You know what I mean? Because I want to hear your thoughts. I'm opening up the phone lines and allow all y'all to call in and speak about Kanye. Uh, speak about whether slavery. Now, I was having fun. You know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't go live. I couldn't do no videos at the time because I was having fun. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of people uh, blow up. You know what I mean? They've been having big videos and shit and doing their thing. And shouts out to uh, all of them. But I was having too much fun, man. I ain't had time, you know what I mean, for... Uh, you know, YouTube and all that shit. You know, I post here and there, but I ain't had time. I was having fun. You know what I mean? I've been knocking. See, that's what, that's, what the, that's what you do in the game. 
You know what I mean? When all the legions of niggas coming on one accord to assassinate and bring me down and instead of then destroy my character and you understand me and say that he's not this, he's not there, but I produced. And those of you that, you know, know me, that been around me, you know that I'm telling the truth. Since then, what did I do? I produced more. I produced more students. Company marketing to promote my project till 2003. Right. You know, so for that time period, I had to be run on my own energy. You know, I had to convince myself that uh, I'm going to make it, you know, regardless of how people felt at, the, at that time. And what, what it does is it, make, it makes you feel like, well, it made me feel like um, there's going to be points that people are going to mistake my confidence for arrogance because I've had to, they don't understand the process I went through. Mm -hmm and how much I had to believe in myself in order to make these things happen. I kind of, I feel like you can will yourself into a good space. Mm -hmm. like things that are meant to happen will. And if you believe in yourself enough, you can help yourself learn. You can inspire you know, yourself in different ways where you can actually discipline yourself, mm -hmm. you know, to the point that you can become good enough. Like from 97, like when I started writing, it was, full time like every day I was writing music because I had no choice if I was gonna stop hustling then how was I gonna provide or create continue the lifestyle that I created for my son's mom my son and myself mm -hmm. and it was a time that I actually didn't have anything because the things that I acquired when I was hustling it kind of went away I had to get rid of it in order to have enough to stay afloat you know and Things don't happen. Why are you maintaining someone that has complete disrespect for you as a man? Why are you uh, holding on to somebody that doesn't honor you, that doesn't value you? Why? Some of y'all know a lot of my quotes. And one of my quotes is, a woman has to, um, yeah, a woman got to appreciate you understand me, her teacher, the main thing that I said, and I ain't said this in years, but to understand the significance uh, of, yeah, to understand the significance of the instruction, she got to first understand the importance of the instructor first. In order for that woman to understand the significance of the instructions, she got to understand the importance of the instructor first. If she don't value you, she don't, your instructions don't mean nothing. Your game don't mean nothing. <laughs> baby, you got to call me on my 773 later on, baby. I'm live right now. You know what I mean? Your instructions don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? Your instructions don't mean nothing at all. You know? I'm going to say that one more again. Always remember that. She got to understand the significance of your instructions to understand the importance of you being. I mean, she got to understand the significance. Oh, my God. I ain't said it in so long. She got to understand the importance of you being the instructor first before she understands the significance. It's just one thing, man. Women are always on the lookout for other men. That's just something you got to understand. You gotta, you just gotta, you gotta know it. Only cat I know, the only cat, popular cat I know that's living that life, man, is D. Ray Davis. The comedian D. Ray Davis, 
He got two nice looking little chicks, man, that live with him, man. I can't do them respect that brother, man. You know, that's how you do it. You have to sit two women down and tell them, or you had to sit you, you had to sit a woman down and tell her, I really like you. You know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really like you. I can see you being on my team long term. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you a lie that I'm gonna be faithful to you, or I'm gonna commit to you, or it's gonna be me and you, or we're gonna be not monogamous and grow old together. And I gonna have another one, but this is the thing. I want another woman, but I don't want her to be no side chick. You know what I'm saying? I want we all need to get along. So you know, really, while we're out, hopefully while we're out somewhere, you know, I can meet her out there, and you two can hit it off and see if y'all can get along together. Because there's gonna be some time y'all gonna have to be you know in a situation together while I'm not around. So y'all gonna need to get along. And that's just it. You know, it is, you know, that's just how it is, man. So you're not gonna get it from everyone. Man, you you probably go through a hundred women, man. They'd be like, no, nah, I ain't with that because women have a sense of entitlement. They feel like they deserve things that are impossible. Like you you know how illogically it is to deserve feel like you deserve something that's impossible to attain. It's greater than the money that they got. Right? Because this is for us, it is for our children, and it is justice. So that's how I look at success, fam. Uh, did my brother Shade have game? If so, will you share his story? Yeah, I will, but not on this live. I'll share his story some other time. Have you ever been knocked? Remind you, I got here if you, oh yeah, we talked about that earlier. So at the end of the video, go back and go, go, go about, go check that out. Greatness often means isolation, loneliness due to pressure and differences. Absolutely. Remember I said one time that one of the greatest things that I learned is how to be, um, how to be content in obscurity, you know? How to be content in obscurity. When nobody's patting me on the back, when nobody's singing my praises, and when I'm somewhere and, and I'm not really not doing no work at the time, every, I'm in the lab, and I'm content in that space where I'm not getting praise from people and all that, it's important for you to be content in obscurity so that you're not overtaken by praise of people or the hate that people have, right? So both of them become the same. So because I was content in that obscurity when I wasn't out there, when I wasn't changing laws, when, you know, I wasn't in... in Three days in a row. My birthday was good, like really, really good. Pool party, dinners, and then the concert. The vibe was, it was cool. When I got there, it was normal, I mean, it, was, it just started getting like a little bit too crowded, but other than that, it was it was normal, like it was fun. Everybody was chilling, like drinks was just starting to come out. Um, the room was filling up, so we were just about to like have a drink, and that's when like we heard like a fight. And then after, right after that, it was like a shot. Well, shots. <laughs> I think I got shot like with the first, the first bullet. 
All I know is I was just stuck in a position where I couldn't stand up and I just kept saying my leg, my leg. All I was thinking was like my leg, I couldn't really like say what happened to me. I had to wait a while for an ambulance, probably like the second ambulance or third because the other person was actually like right there dying. I'm upset with Irving Plaza because not only did they not follow the proper security procedure. That room was too crowded, it was too tight, it was too many people in there, and for somebody to just let off shots in a crowded place like that, it's like, it, I know it was not worth it. I hope they really like take action and like... Scamming everybody, ripping off everybody, and you ain't give a fuck about me, but I'm disloyal to you? <laughs> Family, do y'all hear that shit? You coming up talking about I was disloyal and, and all kind of crazy shit. But you come on my platform, fuck up my business, fuck up my platform, robbing and stealing. And I, I see by you saying you helped buy that car for me, that's like saying you gave me money. Nigga, don't you dare lie. Don't you dare lie on me, nigga. Don't you dare lie on me, boy. I'm, I'm saving some of this back because I know you're going to try to come back. I'm going to save some of it. And then you go on to say... Sarnetta, you talked about my kids. You talked about my children. Another lie, y'all. That is another damn lie. That's all that boy got is lies. I never talked about my aunt. Get one video, I would never talk about my aunt. Why, would, why in the hell would I talk about little my aunt? Huh? I would never, in, a wild, in my wildest dreams, talk about little my aunt. You sound stupid, nigga. You're trying to get the people to try to go with you and say, oh, Sarnetta, you wrong. You wrong for that. Show me where I talked about my eye. Make you strong men to make you whatever your field of endeavor is. You know, you don't, you know what will make you strong or what could possibly make you strong. But when the time comes for you to do the strong thing, you don't do it. You, you take the time to maybe call me later and talk about it. Not necessarily me. But my point is, do shit when the shit happens. You know, stand to the strength of what you're thinking, what it represents. And you'll see, women will flock to you because to this day, I have to dodge women, man. I don't ever, I don't have no women's phone numbers. I don't call no fucking women, but I, I'm just, Always getting action, man. Wherever I go, man. Pep Boys, fucking AutoZone. I mean, somewhere, the dollar store. You know, I'm just everywhere I go, man. Goddamn, man. Bitch, can't you leave me the fuck alone? Shit. It's, 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 it's like honey, man. To be. It's just, I'm just a motherfucker, man. And I want you to be a motherfucker. And the way you be a motherfucker is to realize that you have genuine thoughts that are correct and don't be afraid to act on them. And once you start doing that and you act on your actual thought and your thought works, it turns into confidence. I'm telling you, man, that's all a lot of you brothers missing is that, that real confidence. It's just holding on to that position of manhood, right? I went to his house one time. He didn't have any furniture, so I had left. Like, I'm not with that. But, yeah. 
So that's like the important nobodies. The important nobodies are people that promote the clubs or whatever and can get you in for free, which really isn't like an issue. Like I don't want to pay. I don't want to stand in line. I'm gonna be honest. Atlanta is all about showboating. So I can go into a club and there will be guys like at the bar, guys in the section, and they just want to spend money just to showboat. So I really want to have to spend money. Like Atlanta is all about showboating. You'll think somebody owns their car and they're really just leasing it for the weekend, to be honest. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with showboating. My thing is like living your truth. A lot of these guys out here don't live in their truth. And when they get caught up, they get caught up and they don't know how to deal with it. Like one guy, not gonna say his name, but I met him. Dang, where did I meet him at? I'm trying to make sure this is still recording. Yeah, it is. Um, where did I this guy This is an older guy, mind you. Oh, I was out. So, from my last video, I already told y'all that a lot of my friends work in clubs, lounges, and strip clubs and stuff. So, I was out. And I should make a video on places to visit Atlanta. That's going to be my next slaves and all That's that. That's what I tripped me off so yeah. they weren't tripping like that. It wasn't tripping. It was Commonwealth. So I'm thinking like, hey, there's going to be some weird ass shit going on. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm talking again about the inmates. The officers and some like rule like redneck ass places or fucking straight up call you boy and all kind of shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it was it was a uh, Definitely a culture shock. But among the inmates, though, do you have white and black inmates like interacting without people tripping on the yard and, you know, sitting at the same table and shit like that? Man, you got white, black, Mexican workout partners oh, shit. together with the same workout team, sitting at the same table, eating, doing a spread together. Wow. Yeah, they busting down spreads and shit, like... White and black guy Mexican, everybody together. Yep. Didn't, didn't matter. Didn't That's matter. crazy, so... It wasn't, like, too outnumbered because they don't give a fuck in Virginia. The Commonwealth, they didn't, they don't care about race. They locking everybody up. So it ain't no dis it ain't no discrepancy among what race you are. You, you're all getting the same time. Yeah, because they're not really... They don't care. They're not about race. They're about locking your ass up if you're fucked up. Because I guess they treat the white people like they're white trash. Like, lock them up. Like, I don't know. So you don't have, like, dudes in there trying to carry it where you have, like, hey, man, I seen you talking to that white boy. Why you kicking it with the Mexicans nah. and shit like that? No, nah, it was none of that. It was none of that. It was, um, there were no segregated phones. Wow. There was no segregated shower. Up, mine. If you want to be a Don in America, it means you go back to school, get off of welfare, learn you a skill for a career to take care of yourself. If you want to be a Don in America, it means you will quit watching them soap operas all day long, especially all of my children, and begin to take care of your own.
If you want to be a dime in America, it means you will quit eating those cookies and chocolates all evening long. You know, the rumor is the older women get, the bigger you get. Watch what you eat and exercise. And then last but not least, if you want to be a daughter in America, you need to put God first in your life. You didn't know? It takes longer for boys to grow up. And some boys never grow up. But rather than marrying a, 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 a boy as a Catholic making a mistake, we encourage you to wait. But while you're waiting, don't complain. Keep developing yourself. So when the brothers finally get ready, you'll be ready too. A good marriage still takes two and not one. Now, as you well know, Glenn, we used to end with the Donna Catholic theory. But the women got on our case in Juwanza. If you're going to talk about the conspiracy to destroy black boys, don't end it talking about us. End it where you started, with the brothers. So I now want to give you the Eddie Willie theory. <laughs> Eddie is dedicated to my father. His name is Eddie, and I believe he's a very strong example of a black man. There are two kind of men in America, Eddie and Willie. Willie makes babies. Eddie takes care of them. In other words, Willie believes it's not the quality, it's the quantity. Willie has made a lot of babies. Eddie believes in not only taking care of them, he hugs them. He believes that men should hug their children, works with them on their homework. Eddie. I've, I've got a bit of a job on side. I'm working in these forensic units, female only forensic units, which are, um, do you just call them mental hospitals in America? So he, he got me in the back door. Um, I love that job. Basically, I worked in two hotels, purposely built for hotels, which were changed into residential units for women. Um, about 20, 25 in each, and they had an upstairs and a downstairs. These women ranged in age from 18 to into the 70s. They'd been in the mental health system. They'd been to Rampton, which is a high-security hospital. Some had been to Broadmoor, which is a high-security hospital. They'd been to Ashworth, which is a high-security hospital. They'd done all that, you know, it was sort of like the last call. You know, people didn't want these extremely violent, uh, some horrendous self-harming. He got me working there, which I really loved. Um, and then he kept going on about prison, prison, prison. Job come up at Forest Bank private sector. He said to me, jump on that, get your foot in the door, and then... You know, as soon as you're in there, apply for public sector. So thanks, Kevin, for that. Would you recommend the profession? Right, would I recommend it? <laughs> I, I will t I will tell you what I I told someone on... Page voice. Whoa, whoa. He's married uh, with children, but he's on the down low. He prays on teenage boys, according to information that was released recently. Mm, I don't I... know the man. I never met the man. All he does is make videos about another man, which is me. Right. Was already I... questionable. That was already questionable. But based on information that another brother released, who I don't know either. Okay. He prays on teenage boys. Wow. I mean, you know, he did have a, a, a channel that seemed quite obsessive. You know, um, seemed like every goddamn video was about you. Like, I was like, you know. Uh, well, we know why now, don't we? We know why now. Yeah. We know yeah. why now. Yeah. Well, hey, 
I don't know, man. Um, I don't know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep seeing his name in, in the in the comments. Lennon, yeah, he Lennon, pays. Lennon, he's unemployed, five kids, a wife. He pays his bill by making Doctor Umar hate videos. Mm. That's how he take care of his family. Mm. He ain't the only one. It's a whole army of them out there. But compared to the supporters, the detractors are almost irrelevant. Compared to the supporters, the detractors are almost irrelevant. But everybody focuses on the negative. Everybody focuses on the negative. And I think that's the problem with our community because we're always looking at the negative. We could have clearly talked about, wow. What's your, what's your idea of real nigga reparation? Access, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we boxed out. Even like Angela was saying earlier about like cryptocurrency and technology. It we gotta we gotta we underrepresented in, in technology. I just opened a um um a co work space in, in my neighborhood called Vector ninety. Mm -hmm. Um and so when we did our grand opening Don Peebles, who's a billionaire real estate investor, came down and he's on the board with us. And, you know, he spoke. And, you know, my partner, David Gross, who whose idea was originally, he put facts about the wealth inequality on the wall as like the aesthetic of the building. And you look at Facebook, you look at Google, you look at all of these billion dollar multi-billion dollar technology companies mm -hmm. and look at their demographic. It was like a bar chart, white, Asian, you know, black. Mm -hmm. It was like less than, the highest one I seen, I think was Facebook with like 9% mm. black people working in that country. How many of us got Facebook? All of us. All of us. How many, how many artists who got Hundreds of millions of followers are black. And you know, they they, they leverage their value off the amount of people mm -hmm. and eyeballs. So it's that's what I mean when I say in right now at this moment, you know what I mean? That's what that, that would be what that term represent. Like we want access, you know what I mean? We should be included. I'm letting her hear some shit without me actually saying it to her. So she don't have to feel threatened. Man, I got so much goddamn game. Oh, man, don't fuck with me, bitch, if you don't want to get caught. Because you're in a, a web of shit fucking with me. <laughs> I'm going to catch your motherfucking ass, too. You know, so you guys got to understand when you're talking to a woman, you have to be leading always. I'm going to take a couple more questions, and then we're going to continue. Nine five one two five nine. What's your first name and what's your question? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Hey, what's up? Hey, this is Stay Fly. Stay Fly, what's happening, man? What's going on, boss? All right, what's up, man? What's your question? Hey, uh, yeah, my question tonight was, uh, what, remember I asked you on Facebook, basically what it is is, uh, let's say you're approaching a female, um, when do you know when to keep going or when to stop because, you know, you're, you're not going to get any action? Like, for me, personally, you know, a lot of times, like, if I come at a woman and, like, let's say she's standing in the fucking in the grocery store or the liquor store or whatever, 
And anything that I really say, you know, if I feel like after my first statement, like she tries to kind of look away. Or Currently right now. But even through that, and to maintain the same character, the same principle, through it all, that woman is going to appreciate you because one thing that she can appreciate is the fact that you always remain the same. And what is that? The truth. Because a war can start today. You know, the war between the GDs and BDs, the war between the Crips and Bloods, the war between countries can go down right now. And guess what? Two plus two is still before. And you know why two plus two is still before? Because it's the truth. So no matter what adversity or difficulty that's going on, you know what I mean? The truth remains the same. So that man, that, that uh, what I'm saying is, no matter what the circumstance may be, the truth remains the same. What are you saying, saying? That means that I'm never going to change because I'm a man. You know what I mean? She, when she met me, I was strong. When I got into a bad circumstance, I was stronger. I wasn't weaker. She was still able to lay her head on my shoulder. She was able to come to me for encouragement. She was able to come to me for enlightenment. She can still get her development out of me, even in a worse circumstance, because I'm a man. And if you can produce that type of behavior in any circumstance, that woman will value you and appreciate you because whatever you exemplify to the woman, she agrees. And this woman got a dude that she break off a thousand every week. You ain't got to do shit. See, that motherfucker be running around thinking he fly as a motherfucker. What do you think about it, caller? Uh, it depends on what he's saying to her, I man. It got to be something that got her, you know, breaking bread crazy like that. I mean, I, I I can't answer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm you not did talking. answer. <laughs> hey, 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 you, hey, bro, you did answer. But I'm so slick. You never know what I'm asking you. Because what I'm saying is, you said if she's breaking bread off like you know crazy like that, meaning he he getting it good every week. Yeah, a motherfucker like me. Man, that motherfucker got a price tag on his forehead. And that bitch could give him 20% of what she have and get his goddamn nuts. Because that's what $1,000 is out of 5000 a week. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying is you don't look at shit. And you need to look at shit. Shit is important. Do you think you worth only 20%? Not at all, man. Not at all. So what I'm saying is, you can't be just stupid and say you worth all... Gerald. Nice to meet you. You got a boyfriend? I'm new to Houston. You got boyfriends? I'm new to Houston. Maybe you can, like, show me around or something. Maybe. Behind the glasses. It's not bad. Well, that's all right. Nice meeting you. Gerald. Gerald. Rose gold seats on a fucking helicopter. Double C, no Chanel. Because you bad, bad, bad. 
I can eat you like a body because you have ass. I just want, I just want to make you smile. Do you need to show me around? Give me a number? Show me around or something? You said what? Two, five, three, four, two. Hey, uh, I got stopped by a lady cop. She had me figured like a data cop. So I was wondering if I could get your phone number and take you out sometime. I know you're a police officer. I will get your phone number. I can't get it. I'm on the phone. You on the phone? I'm on the phone. Soon you get with your man? Oh damn. Well he got a winner. He got a I'm gonna call 911 and tell him that you wanna fuck with your man if you don't give me a phone number. You gonna do what? I'm gonna call 911 tell him you wanna fuck with your man if you don't give me your phone number. And I'm grown and they gonna be like, okay, she's allowed to I can't get the phone number. Cause you got a boyfriend. I don't do all that. You don't want no side dude? No, I don't do all that side dude. Arrest me. Arrest me. Take you back to your house. No. Hey, excuse me. I see beauty in your eyes. You, you in my company. No, I forgot to see you. I see beauty in your eyes. You, you in my company. Eyes. I'm not the mother guy. So where did they call you? Oh, big fan. Do you or did you belong to any type of gangs, groups, or organizations? The Bulldogs. What are you incarcerated for, and how long is your sentence? I'm incarcerated for uh, first-degree murder. I'm on death row. Tranquil. This is a, you know, a message also for, you know, them kids out there that don't know how prison is, you know, or how easy it is for them to get caught up and not know. They're doing anything wrong or not. Right? So I got to the hole in Pleasant Valley. The 270 design, meaning there's no there's no supporting wall between B and C section, which would be a 180 design. Me and the youngster dog came into the hole together. Our cells on the second tier of B section. First thing we did is clean the cell up and down. And we all had all let's see. We all we had was our barrels and a fish kit until the next day. Some of the homeboys looked out with care packages, soup, coffee, hygiene, and reading material. There was no TVs or radios in the holes at this time. It's all about reading, writing. If you had something to write or studying. Me, I worked out in the mornings and studied nonfiction throughout the day. I will not get into much detail, but I would share something that most don't understand out there in the free world. And that's how different types of views of what, what we may take is disrespect. A lot don't do, a lot don't do what I'm saying. Because you may get, you may get away with saying or doing something to one person, you won't get away with doing or saying to the next.
the different people handle disrespect in different ways. One, they shine it on. Two, they respond impulsively, either verbally or physically. Three, they're patient. Yes, sometimes things happen on the yard you have to deal with then and there. But incidents you can plan out have better results. Now we got to put we got put on a group yard in the hole. There were maybe twenty five people assigned to each group yard. With maybe five group yards us dogs started going out to our yard and one day in the building we started hearing you bulldogs. And I get up looking out the window of our door to see where it's coming from. And these clowns keep wolfing on each other. And I figured out what cells it was coming from. Again, they said bulldogs. And one who was disrespecting was assigned to our yard. And his celly and his celly. So next yard, we went out. And the one that was being disrespectful didn't come out. But his celly did. So I got at him. I said, hey, what's up with your celly? He said, I have nothing to do with what my celly does. I said, so you you have no problem with what with uh with what he's doing? He said, What my celly does is his business, not mine. I said, Okay, I hear you. You feel you're not responsible for your celly's actions. He says, Exactly. I said, Okay. Enjoy the rest of your yard. And he did. He went in, and the wolfing started again. And again. I heard bulldogs again. Then I started cutting. Cutting metal. As they kept on wolfing, I heard, that's right, bulldogs. And I hear giggling. I thought to myself, I bet that's a silly. Thinking it's funny. Here's bulldogs now. It's silent. Four hours later, I begin cutting more. For 12 hours now, I'm sharpening my knife and making one of my signature handles. Your handle is just as important as your knife. Five hours later, I'm done. It's now 2 a.m. We have yard at 8. So I took a bird bath, told my celly, listen, you do already know I don't want you catching no case. We've been through this already. Almost came to blows taking a knife out of his hands. He says, I know, Phantom. I said, look, I know how the K-9 strips search me. 
I'll take it out. The canine keeps their eyes on you more than me. One else, my history of stabbing and weapons. So I wrap it up and have my son practice. And I tell him to not push it past that wall. You hit after, after that wall, it turns, turns some. But you, but you put metal up there, and depending on the length, if you pass that wall and it goes into the, it, it goes into the intestines, it's almost impossible to get it out. You'll need to go to the hospital and get, and get it cut out. Okay, if it just goes up by its, it just goes up by itself. You have 60 seconds remaining. He said, so what if it goes up by itself? I said, it won't. Something solid like this has to be forced. But to be even safer, I'm going to put a string on it. So when we get out there, ASAP, pull it out. So he practiced on the toilet. I got up, walking, and, and getting up, walking, I said, squat and cough. I said, turn around, squat and cough. You fool? <laughs> I started laughing. I said, come on, dog. I got, you know, so I could see, if they could see it. Playing again. And I said, no, Serious. He knew we didn't want. He knew I didn't want him getting cracked. All was good. We bird bath. Breakfast came, and they called yard. And saw, and saw that cell get signed up. So I knew they were going out. The canine came, cuffed us up, took us to the shower. And I had my celly go first. He is stripping out. All we got on was boxes, t-shirts, t-shirt and socks. And a towel. Each. So while he is taking his, his shirt and boxes off, I'm talking to the canine about anything. Just to keep his attention off my celly. He was done, puts his stuff back on, then they, then they do me. Squat and cough the whole nine yards. And uh, when he was stripping me out, he made it, he made it, he made it real thorough, like they always do me. Then I told the cop, I said, damn guy, can you at least buy me a drink first? And he started laughing. <laughs> so we're done. They take us through the gates. There's two mini yards. One on the right side, one on the left side. Separating the two, the two above in the middle is a gun tower. Looking down on both yards with a mini 14 rifle, a block gun, and a handgun. 
on his hip. We go out there, shake everyone's hand. We have to stay lined up against the wall until everyone coming out is out there. The canine, then the canine calls the yard, and everyone scatters. Does their thing. Some play handball. Some just take off walking, working out, whatever. So we make a little wall. Some of the homeboys make a little wall for my celly, so we can get this, so we can get that out. And being careful for other people not to see. We don't want nobody paranoid. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. We don't want nobody paranoid and end up trying some PC move. It's wrapped, ready to go. I put it under my shirt. And we had yard. Like any other yard. And the gun tower would have the sun in his face, the yard recall. And I would be facing him. He called yard. So we all started to get against the wall next to each other. And I made sure I got right next to this guy, the celly of the one who said bulldog and wouldn't come out. He said, all right, Phantom. I said, hey, now. And I said, hey, have you ever heard this song? And he said, which one? I said, it's Bobby Delphonics. And I said, how, how about this song right here? And I started singing. How could you take all of your love from me? And this time I was bending down taking out my knife and I said hey this is for your silly <laughs> I hear as many times as the silly said bulldogs after I was done I walked off then my young homie took off on but you could instantly see his, his shirt, his white shirt, just turn red. They saved his life, but they had to open him up, open up like a fish. And now he has to work back for the rest of his life. So the message here is, Pick your cellies wisely. Because some will hold you accountable for your cellies actions. There's cameras on the yard, so they got me on camera. I wasn't worried about it. We get to Corcoran. Well, I get to Corcoran. They special transfer me about two days later after that. But, uh, 
end this is my little homie got a chance to go home. He got out. He went home. You know, had a kid, started a family. And he thanked me for not putting a knife in his hand. You know, that message uh, is basically for the kids out there. Um, I want to say to you kids thinking of joining a group or a gang, etc., don't. Don't do it. You know, do something your parents and yourself are going to be proud of later. And I know there's a lot of hard-headed, a lot of hard-headed kids out there. Trust me, I'm the same way. I'm one of the hardest-hit kids there is. But look where I'm at. To all you kids out there who look up to the lifestyle, don't. This is a life of hurt, pain, sorrow, deception, and deceit, jealousy, and grief. Some just don't know how. Disguise it. Some disguise it better than others. What you don't know and learn is you lose more than just your freedom. I lost my childhood. I lost being a, I lost being a son, being a brother, and I lost everything important in my life: my girl, my kids. Not being there for them, not seeing them grow up. Moments, events, good times and bad times of their lives. I was not there for. Most precious. To a dad, I can never get back. I don't get to show my sons how to shave. I don't get I don't get to show them how to fix a sink. I don't get to run off my baby girl's boyfriends. Be there for her heartbreaks. Be there for them their heartbreaks and their triumphs. No. I lost all that. See, some lessons can be taught. They have to be lived in order to be understood, right? But now it's too late for me. I can't call times out. Hey, I'm mature now. I understand. It's too late, buddy. It's too late for all that. So you kids out there, get your mind right. This is this is the life I have. This is not the life I want for you. And to all you haters out there and in here who don't agree with my message, get in line. I didn't get here death row on my good looks alone. So we just say it to my face or shut the fuck up. See everybody will come out. You know, <laughs> the people who coming out, they're really just thirsty to go to the club right now. Mm. Yeah. I really ain't yeah, tripping yeah. it. It's gonna be my turn when I'm gonna be in there. Okay. They don't know I'm there. 
Praising will be felt. Yeah. All right, so let's take it back with your story. East Atlanta native, right? The only one. Hmm. Still the only one in that motherfucker keeping it going. Yeah. I get to go post up in the hood every day. Just left the hood. Hmm. Still active. Has the east side changed much since when you were younger to now? Well, yeah, you know them. They got restaurants and bars and shit. When none of that when I was growing up there. Hmm. Um, you know, they like little five point. Okay. You know, everybody, you know, different races and different people there. Balls crunk all night to about three, four o'clock in the morning. We didn't never have that. Hmm. So really, I like it better than how it is. Yeah. Being thugged out, 12 sitting on the corner every day. They ain't, I ain't seen them when I be standing up there talking to my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. They're different. Yeah, they done a lot of uh, changes to Kirkwood as well, too. Yeah, Kirkwood was first. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, they really did Kirkwood first. Kirkwood was like the first place that everybody like went to. And it changed first. So Kirkwood been changed by five, six years. So about five, six years, probably about two, three years, we don't change. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Houses bigger. There ain't no little shack border. Our comfort zone, your comfort zone is recognizing you got a problem with this or that. And you can attack it. That's what we do, man. And the only way you can do that is to know your fucking self. Correct. It ain't about bitches. It's about knowing the power you have. You have it. We're born. We are born with it. You know, years, generations ago when you born, they just let it come out. You know, they don't control you. That's why little babies and little kids got so much action that's fucking up. Because they know, the parents, they know you got to be a little asshole so you can be, you know, able to be a motherfucker when you get grown. How you going to be a motherfucker when you get grown and you ain't never drunk off a rock and cut your foot or you ain't never fell or you ain't never... You got to go through shit. And what has happened Mm -hmm. is after this legal bullshit came in, it's been breeded out every generation. Each parent has a, a, a life up to this point filled with all these new rules. Oh, your kid can't be aggressive. Your kid can't look at a motherfucking and stare at him funny. What the fuck? That's, man, a motherfucker stare at you funny and you be a punk, you supposed to get some out of that. You know what I mean? Watch your mouth. You know? So you can be able to keep campaigning in there. Keep campaigning in there, man. Because if you keep coming in and out of there and you're not purchasing nothing and you sitting over there, you understand me? You don't got no ticket. You're not purchasing nothing. They're going to sit up there and keep your ass out of there. And it might keep you from having your next bitch. For all you know, your next bitch that you're supposed to have for five or ten years might be coming in town tomorrow through the Greyhound. You know what I mean? So, man, I'm just so appreciative of that G-Hound simply because... Not only have it been a blessing to me, but it's been a blessing, you understand me, to others. And like I told you, let me leave out with this. What did I tell you guys? I told you that the best way to get deep 
in the game is by doing some pimping. The best way to get deep in the pimping is by doing some pimping. Because there's a lot of niggas that's deep, but they didn't get deep by pimping. It's a lot of niggas that got a following like King Solomon, but they bought Greyhound and plane tickets. The pimping ain't into that. Okay? So when I say getting deep, I'm talking about getting deep by pimping. Okay? Not buying Greyhound tickets, not buying plane tickets, not paying for the bitch to come to you, but for the bitch to make a sacrifice. No, nigga, I don't want no motherfucking half hour. If I'm going to give you a rack, nigga, I don't want no motherfucking 30 minutes. You better wear this shit out for an hour, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you got to do, nigga. You better get your fat ass up, nigga, go get some Viagra or something and make this shit work, nigga. What's wrong with you, nigga? Talking about your name, sinful the motherfucking P. Well, nigga, this is truthful the motherfucking bitch. And your motherfucking ass better sit up there and, and be ready. So, yeah, after you get off the phone with your hoes and shit, you know, hit a real bitch up. I got the money and I'm ready. What room you need? Do you need me to make the reservations? What's happening? Oh, your bitch then came in? All right, well, I ain't going to expose and shit like that. But all right, nigga, we got a date. So check in, nigga, on time because I told you 2 o'clock. All right, God bless you. Can't no bitch do me like that. Can't no bitch, can't no bitch do sinful to pee like that. Can't no bitch just buy my dick. Okay? I'm not posted up on back back. It's motherfucking 352 of y'all. Hit the like button right now. Hit the like button right now. Come on, man. Stop playing. I'm giving this game and shit like that. You motherfuckers know watching Simple to P is better than watching TV. Hit the motherfucking like button. My brother O'Shea up in here. Blessings, man. Blessings, bro. bro. My bro up in here. Blessings to O'Shea. And my students. But we got the shit done. Started out with X amount, ended up with one-fourth of that amount. But only the strong survived. And only the real deserve the recognition that you're going to get from SWU. Because we don't. Uh, 240, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Bud? This is Nothing was happening. Molly, what's happening, bro? I thought I was going to hear from nothing you. Else. I heard from you, didn't hear nothing else. Yeah, I've been busy a little bit. All right, okay. so my question well, of the day is how can I, like, follow the action better? Because you told me something last week that being an alpha male and being cruel has nothing to do with each other. And that line just messed me up all week. So, and I discovered that I wasn't following the action actually. So how can I, can you give me some tips? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, man. How did you see that you was not following the action? What made you see it? Because uh, I think it was three days ago, I went to the gym and I, as I was getting ready to get on uh, to get my workout shit done, and I see this pretty lady just goddamn walk right across me, and I saw her passing by five minutes later. I was like, a motherfucker might start their day like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna handle all my business today. I got this to do. I got that to do. You know, uh, this is what I got on my plate for today. I'm not gonna log into social media till eight o'clock tonight. Check my notifications. Post something, woo, 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 right? This might be your plan starting off in the morning for your day. 
But and you logged out of Instagram, you logged out of Facebook, you logged off of Twitter, all of that shit. But you still get notifications for the shit, you know. And depending on what that notification is, you might log back into the shit. Then here you next thing you know, you're spending more time doing that shit than you're supposed to be spending time doing whatever it was you had planned for the day. This really more important than the social media shit. You did distractions. It's so many motherfucking distractions in, in our face on a daily basis. It's ridiculous. Just like little simple shit like, for instance, like this is give you an example of how ridiculous the distraction thing is. You know, uh, I like listening to audio books. And when I go to the gym, I lift weights and everything. And while I'm lifting, black people, when we boycott, we boycott from necessity. First of all, we boycott trans public transportation because it's a necessity. And does sacrifice have to be made? We may have to walk when we boycott public transportation. That's your sacrifice, walking. And public transportation is a necessity. Public transportation is a necessity. Walk with me. Walk with me. Public transportation is a necessity. And when we boycott, that means it warrants sacrifice, which is walking in that particular instance. When the school teachers boycott, the sacrifice they make is not getting a check every day they take off of work. That's the sacrifice, not getting their recompense. Every day they don't go to work, they don't get their check. There's a sacrifice. And education is a education is a necessity, hence the reason for a boycott. What the fuck is the necessity for Gucci? Is Gucci in agriculture? Is Gucci real estate? Is Gucci education? First need Gucci like we need a fucking education. How many of us need Gucci like we need public transportation? How much of us need Gucci like we need nutrition? With all the shit we could fucking boycott. In the NBA and go to the gangster rap community and ask them what does black American need. Because whenever they put the microphone in a hip-hop artist's mouth, they start tuning as bad as a Charles Barkley or Shaquille O'Neal. I don't care how gangster they are off the film. Put the microphone in their face and they turn into Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. Mm -hmm. Um, have you been to Africa, brother? Multiple times. In fact, this was the first summer that I missed Africa this past 20, uh, 20 summer because of the COVID. We normally take a group every year. Uh, I've been to every coast. I think I'm up to about 15 countries now. And I want to touch every single country before I go back to the ancestors. Why do you think someone like Marcus Garvey, who preached 
um, going back to Africa, never stepped foot in Africa. What he was, was that all about? <laughs> huh? He was banned from Africa. Was he? Of course. The colonial really? powers wouldn't dare let Marcus Garvey get into Africa. He in May country? Not Nag? Nowhere? There, well, remember now, you're talking the 1920s. Mm -hmm. The whole of Africa was colonized by the Europeans. There was no country except Ethiopia and Liberia that could be considered independent. Right. And at that time, Mr. Garvey and his majesty had some differences that they later worked out. Hey beauties, welcome back to my channel. It's your girl Dash, you know, ready to serve you some tea. But okay, so this video, okay, I get all these DMs, all these questions. I need help. I need help. I'm trying to find a sugar daddy. I need help. So <laughs> I don't really know. I can't help every single person. Like, uh, um, so I'm really trying to like do all the videos I could possibly think of to help all y'all. So I came up with this clever idea of doing one called 10 Things Smart Sugar Babies Never Do. <laughs> so if you're doing anything on this list, then you're not a smart sugar baby and you might need to schedule a consult with me. I have a new thing on my booking site called Ask Dash. Cute, right? But you can like book like a consult with me and we can like chat, girl. We can like talk about whatever you want to talk about, lifestyle, business, glam, whatever. Um, And I can help you figure out your life. And then of course, I have my mentorship program, which is super dope. It's now available on my main website. All of that will be below in the description box. But if you're new here, make sure you subscribe. Thank you. Um, and yeah, like we finna really get into this. So keep watching. Okay. So 10 things smart sugar babies never do. Okay. Um, if you guys are struggling with these things in this video, I definitely recommend you get in the sugaring group and ask the girls in there that are experienced with help with these specific topics or ask me in the group, you know, different things like that. Access to the group is in the description box below. So first things first is we don't beg to be um, given attention. We don't beg for love. We don't beg for nothing. Okay. Like, I am the prize, okay? I'm the prize. So, where these men begin to confuse, I hate this light. Like, what is going on? Jesus, okay. But, I hate how, like, men be trying to act like we supposed to beg for their attention sometimes. And sometimes, you just gotta cut that from the start because you got it bent already, like, you lucky to have my attention. I'm the prize, I'm the queen. I'm the best thing you've never had, you know? So you want to like really be sure that you know your value because you never wanna beg, you never wanna overdo it, you never wanna feel like, I mean, you gotta stay in control, y'all. Y'all know I talk about control in all the Sugar Baby videos. You gotta stay in control. Never beg, never, ugh. 
just disgusts me just thinking about it. So just don't. We don't beg for love. We don't beg for attention. If you're not giving it right, you're not pay paying up. Like, dudes, I'm going to slide somebody else. Okay? The next one is we don't argue with men. We're not, I'm not arguing with you. I know a lot of guys have wanted to start conversations. Um, not com start conversations. Start arguments over meat fees and um, paying for FaceTime calls and different stuff like that. Sir, I'm not about to argue with you. This is what I'm used to. I know my value as a woman. My time is valuable to me. For me to know you're trying to take me serious, I would really appreciate you. But if not, then that's okay. Then maybe we're not meant for each other. And that's that, sis. We're not going back and forth. You're not gonna tell me that you that you're not gonna tell me nothing. I don't care. I don't care. So you know, um, that's a big one. That's a really big, irritated, ir irritable one for me. Like, sir, you're old. Give me some money, okay? That's why you have my attention. So, number three. Um, we thrive outside of our sugar relations, okay? We are bossed up women. We get money regardless. We're beautiful all the time. We're glamorous. You want a queen like me. I'm living my best life. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm getting a little tired, y'all. So, this video is going to be so goofy. <laughs> Whatever, okay? But, yeah, like, that's, that's like what you got to... Men don't want somebody that's going to be problematic. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want somebody who don't got they stuff at least halfway together. Of course they want to be the provider. Of course they want to feel like the hero, but they don't want no bum. You got to have a life thriving outside. Like, um, send, cause you want to send them cute pictures. Say you go out to brunch with your friends or you go out um, for a night out with your friends and you got super glammed up. You take some fire pictures to see him so he knows you out living your life, being glamorous. Make him want to be there with you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, come on, guys. You know, um, we thrive. We we grow. Y'all need help business-wise? Sign up for my stuff. Like, I got everything available for y'all ready to go. So, let's get it popping, okay? Um, another thing. We don't accept trash. We don't hesitate to walk away. If... Um, a guy says something that is offensive to you, bothers you, is insensitive, is careless, it's just disgusting, blocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, let it go. Like, it's so many fishes in the, in the sugar, sugar sea. Like, let it go. It's not even worth it. It's not worth you feeling some type of way about nothing. Like, just don't even let that get to you like that you know um let's see um we are not naive now that actually was a really good conversation in the sugaring group yesterday um one of my girls she you know we all make mistakes it's it's all good we live and we learn i'm not judging i get it you know but one of her sugar daddies conned her into giving money back to him and like she was just like 
listening to his problems that he was talking about and he convinced her to do that and that wasn't beneficial to her whatsoever and so we were just talking about it and she was saying how she was very naive and if she wasn't so naive she wouldn't have you know gotten in, in gotten into that situation so you don't want to be naive y'all like this is a finesse game the best player wins so you need to be the best player you got to be smart never send nobody no money back that's your fault you know <laughs> so um let's see um we make our own money that kind of goes with we thrive outside of the relationships but we make our own money we have some kind of source of income coming in we're not dependent on his pockets to be able to live off of you know his pockets are just the extra benefits to us his pockets are to the point where you want to get in the pockets to the point where they are covering all your expenses in life but if they're not there yet you need to be able to cover your own expenses first you can't expect sugar daddy to come saving you being a superhero if you don't got it together and usually when you don't have it together you don't have to look together and I talk to you guys almost every video about the importance of the look as a sugar baby. So you want to be sure that you are popping. You want to be sure you're making your own money. You want to be sure you can afford the upkeep of the looks, period, okay? Another one, we are always aware of upkeep, meaning skincare, meaning um, hair, meaning makeup even if it's simple makeup i am going to do a simple makeup tutorial just like i just did the simple wig install video um for you guys that asked for it but you know you want to be you want to be able to do a nice simple beat and be able to just you know brighten up your face a little bit something small it don't take a lot y'all it really don't take a lot all it is is a form another form of self-care you want to care for yourself in the sense where you're putting yourself in a new position to attract new things. So your upkeep, the way you look, the way you step out the house, going anywhere, it needs to be on point. You need to look as though you can meet the man of your dreams, you know, whether that be a man, man or a sugar daddy. So you always want to be sure that your upkeep is on freaking 10, okay? And then our very last one. Hold on, guys. I have so many. Y'all know I get to the end with the notes. Wait, why aren't I show? There we go. I get to the end, honey. Okay. But let's see. Um. Okay, last one. Smart sugar babies never accept less than their value. Okay? I don't know how I didn't just let down roll off the tongue. If you know that your bare minimum from a sugar daddy that you accept is $400 to start, meat fee, etc. Two or $250, 300 whatever you decide. Y'all, I love lip gloss. I love a greasy lip. Don't ever comment on my video talking about you put on too much lip gloss because... You know, I know, now I don't care. But yeah, like um 
if you know that's that's your minimum, don't drop your your levels for nobody. If you have a certain standard, even when you're dating, like you're dating dating, don't lower your standard. Don't lower your standard just because somebody meets 85% of what you want and then that other what 15% ain't ain't what you need. So what was the point? Why are you wasting your time? You know what I'm saying? So just just don't ever settle for less. Never allow disrespect. Never allow somebody to make you feel less valuable than you are. Like, I need you guys to understand the importance of being a valuable woman and understanding and becoming a valuable woman, which is the next video that I'm fixing to do tonight. So, I need y'all to pay attention to that. For all of this sugaring, dating wealthy men, leveling up, you have to know your value as a woman. You have to become a valuable woman if you are not one right now. The 21 Day Challenge will help you with that too, okay? So, hopefully this video really helped my um, babies that are struggling tighten up a little bit. Um, if you still need more help, I'm telling you get in the sugar group me. If you just want to be in the sugar group me, get in it because I'm telling y'all, we have fun every day. Um, and yeah, so I really hope this video helps. Not sure if I said that already. But make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you already haven't. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Very plain. Show you me. You can Google all this stuff. You, you can Google. Show so me, me the, the large statistic. numbers of give white. Give me one number. Hell, just give me a large give me number. One I'm, I'm giving number. you. Give me a number of large I numbers of white you. people going to jail for killing black people in law enforcement. Give me a number, Tariq. Who are the white people going to jail for killing black people? You're especially asking, unarmed black you're people. Asking for, you're asking for specific Shelts. names. That's Show not me. numbers. That, no, give me a name. Okay. That's making it very plain. Show me who are answer. the so every you black person killed by a white person is justified because your argument is lazy. So is every black person killed Absolutely by a white person? Not. So and why why do why do they not justified. go to jail? Shows and they, they do. Not, who? You're assuming who? that they don't. Who? Name there are them, people Shultz. that go to jail Shultz, all the time. Name them. Uh, you're speaking I about need, police officers specifically. Yeah, yeah let's let's do okay. specifically cops. So I want you to just give me one statistic. You haven't given I'm, me one I'm number asking all you, day. You, you're trying to I'm, give it back to me. I'm asking you something. I'll give, give you. Give me a number. Give me a name. Give of, me a give number me a name of to back up what you're saying. Who are police officers going to jail killing you, unarmed black people? I've given you better than one name. I've given you a statistical analysis across the Give me the a whole name. Country. Let's make it. Look, all I'm, I'm my education level is, is kind of slow. I just need to break That's it down. Bullshit. You're a smart dude. I know you're a smart dude. I dropped out of school. Just give me a name. I don't care about school. I'm good on names. I don't care about school. I didn't do good at math. Just give me a name. I need a number. All right. Right, no, we're, right. we're just talking past this point. Now, I got to go. Listen, I really appreciate you coming yes, by. Indeed. I'm being dead serious with it. And, and, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I, I, I mean this. I'm being dead serious. I've said this a couple times. I think you're incredible. I'll do this. It's over 200 an hour, what I'm dealing with. I'm not even counting other expenses. And I'm paying the runner. That's the guy that goes out and gets the food for everybody in the studio. I'm paying for every damn fully accommodating. I'm buying the weed. I don't smoke weed. I'm doing all this just to get everybody lit. Getting their spiritual space, if this is what they need to do, whatever the hell they do. But me, I got to be disciplined, pay attention to what's going on here. Because I'm orchestrating this. And I'm responsible for the setting. In my 24-hour studio rental that I got, I take the time out. I took the time out. Say, I'm going to do this interview. We negotiated the time and everything, so I said he with it. 
He hit me back again. Yo, P, make sure you got this, that, and the third for the interview. Cool. He hit me back again. Yo, P, I ain't get what you supposed to send me. Send me something for the interview, man, so we can get this in. <clears throat> These are facts. I ain't got to tell no lies. I don't have to lie, bro. You know. If I'm telling you the truth, then you know you wrong. Because I'm going to tell you this. When the day come for me to do the interview, I call him. I say, yo, bro, I might need an extra hour. Nah, I ain't going to be ready for that. So, so you know what? Scrap that. Just give me half hour time. But I'm going to see if I can do it earlier. Yo, I got there early. Before the time I needed to be ready, I hit him. He said, yo, I'm going to let you know if I'm not going to do it. So if anything, if I cancel, I'm going to just let you know. Let me tell you, why this brother never picked up his phone again? He never picked up his phone. He never sent me a text. Later on, he sends me a link to some stupid stuff going on on the internet. And I text him back, why you send me this? You ain't even send me a reason for why you ain't been picking up your phone. All right, but I don't want to be wondering this shit. Let me know some shit. If you, you're a real woman, you know, whatever. Bitch 18, she too young. So she really ain't gonna do nothing but say, oh, it, it wasn't really that big of a deal. It ain't all that. It's cool. She gonna tell you that. Mm. And then Sunday, next Sunday, you call me back and thank me, man, because my suggestion to you is to be serious about what you're talking about as far as, you know, letting her know. You want to know, is it is it gonna be any, any way you can fuck with her? Now, you can fuck mm. with her in conversation, you know, trying to find that answer, and she'll never tell you that answer. And you'd be fucking with her a long time, and it might not be the answer you want. Whereas you can ask her directly, and she will tell you, well, no, nah, that shit was too fucked up, you know, and I don't want whatever she say, at least you will know. You understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You ain't got to do nothing silly. Now, the more important thing is, you spoke and you said the truth. You ran out of game, man. And this is something uh -huh. you can't do. More importantly, more important than that bitch. More important than what to do to get that bitch back, if that's the case. Because she, she's water under the bridge, as far as I'm concerned. I wouldn't try uh -huh. to get back. I'm way more. I'm way more softer than the bitch is. You know, you acting like the bitch all that. She really ain't. Well, I'm, I was answering your question with my thoughts on that is motherfuck that bitch, you know, and, and if, if you see you fucking, uh, you know, did something you shouldn't have did and you kind of caused yourself a problem, man. Uh, that structure and, and, and the cold words and, and the retaliation, you know, only thing uh, with them is that uh, they didn't cut each other to join the forces. If you was a, a, a Hispanic, you know, mm -hmm. you was down with them. You know what I'm saying? You just have to say you want to be down. Whatever dues after they had the dues, you know. But Nietas was basically the same thing, you know, easy going, everything else. You know, not making that much noise. That was a small lot of all the groups. Mm -hmm. But when the Bloods came around, it was, like, treacherous. I mean, when I made Captain, we had to go around and start looking for them at this point. So with so many people getting slashed and stabbed, and and back then they was able to, you know, they was wearing everything they wanted at that time in the right. in the early days. They was wearing their gold, their Tims, this, you know, it was dressed up, you know. So to a point, they was carrying all their flags. Everybody was carrying their red bandanas, and yeah. Latin Kings carrying their yellow and black, yeah. you know, and Nietzsche's was white and black. So and they had their beads. They was flossing out there and just showing it and throwing up hand signs. But back then, it was really hard for correction officers because we had to do congregate feeding, meaning you had to take a house out of 60 inmates or 120, and they have to pass another house in the hallway. 
Mm. Sometimes the, the feeding went on for hours because they was fighting all the time, attacking each other. Certain right. houses have to be separated from other houses. They can't be in a mess all at the same time. It was cold chaos at that point. Wow. It was chaos, but we had to go around each security. About to mention, truly have one neighborhood because Vegas is so small. Motherfuckers represent wherever they go, and that's just that. So, now, we talked about the Hispanic gangs, and like I said, I'm sorry if I left out anything, but these are the two biggest Hispanic gangs that have a presence in Las Vegas. Now, we're going to move on to your black gangs. We got Rolling Sixties. <laughs> now, I'm not really going to speak too much on that because I'm from the opposite side of the tracks, but... You do have California six O's that are here. But now what's really funny about it is we have two fractions of six O's from Vegas. You got your Northtown six O's, you got your West Side six O's. They don't fall under the same umbrella as the six O's from California. That's a neighborhood. They all align themselves with the name Rich Rowland. Like I said, I'm not from that side of the track, but because they are deep and they do have a presence here, a nigga had to name them too. Now, we're going to move on. We got a couple of East Coast Crips here I have ran into. You know they don't get that no more. They got a healthy diet. No more fried food. No more french fries. No more fried chicken. Things changed this year. <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait. How can you say that? Lord, say it. How can you say that you ran the phones when a lot of people were going through issues with the phones? You better ask them in my house. Wait, ask them that issues in Bailey House and any house Got I it. went to. Ask any house I went. I went to one house. The image was barking on me. Yo, what's wrong with you? Leave these gates open. We get to cross over all night. I said what? I said, no, you can't cross over. That's not rules and rights. You yo, wait till the captain get here. I said, wait till the captain get here. And the captain got here and told me. He said, yo, leave the gates open. I said, leave the gates open. I said, I got no problem with that, Cap. Can you put that in my logbook? Hmm. You think he put it in my logbook? <laughs> he ain't no fool. He whispered to the inmates, don't worry, he'll never work here again. And when he left, I told the inmates, see, the gates are not open. <laughs> I read. They didn't want to see me at their house because I read that. I ran the phone. Well, explain what does the gates leave the gates. Oh, the, the gates mean this. You had an A side and B side. It might be different classifications. Mm -hmm. The A side might be a high side and the B side might be a medium side. You can't explain to the warden or anybody how somebody from the B side got to the A side and stabbed this guy up and made it back to his side. Because we had the C gates, we call. But you open this gate and you open that gate and it was free movement. But you only open one gate at a time in real life for them to go in there, wash their stuff, get some hot water. Like, if I had a business right now, I would beg niggas to come fuck my shit up. Please come fuck my business up. I need to go get a store right now, put some insurance on it, and tell niggas to come burn my shit down. I guarantee you I'm going to get a million dollars. I'm going to get an M. Nigga, come fuck my business up, I'm getting an M. ASAP. I need to go get a storefront right now and have niggas come burn my shit down. Like, all these folk complaining, talking about, oh, they fucking up my business, all this and that. You ain't got no insurance on your shit. You shouldn't even be in business if you ain't got insurance on your shit. This was the play. This how you eat. This was the sweet play. Nigga, nigga Gucci was praying 
Unemployment at 40 million. Gucci was praying niggas came and fucked they stole up. They wanted they wanted niggas to do it. That's why niggas might as well go take all that shit. Gucci wanted niggas to do that. If I had a store right now, I would wish. And then I act like everything got took. Two million, three million. Cause that business insurance. Man, I would have took the insurance company off. Niggas out here playing, man, complaining about they business getting fucked up. Black folks complaining about they business getting fucked up. Nigga, that, that's really the casualties of war. That's what happened, you feel me? That's what happened. Shit fucked up right now. Niggas ain't got no money, so they finna go take shit. Your shit just got caught up in the mix. And if your shit got caught up in the mix, you ain't know the community like that. You ain't know these folks like that. They would expect, if they knew you and they were You see what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't always, um... Look at the fire as a bad thing. You understand what I'm saying? We all need that purification. Now, I ain't got no problem with the fire with the bad thing, but when you get the same questions ten years straight that you didn't answer a million times, anybody yeah, can understand well, somebody's well, patience growing weak. Now you're answering it the same stuff. You, now you're answering stuff. it in the right place from the right people, and and you know. Man, you gotta just let the people decide. The people and, and nah, hopefully people don't decide you, for me. Hopefully, nah, well, I decide. For I mean, me. they're gonna decide for themselves. But, my but supporters, not no nine. Well, that's like what I'm I saying. Said, bro, and and hopefully, your supporters, haters, bro. You catering to the hate? No, 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 no. No, we well, don't cater to the hate. I'm just. I have to ask I the see hard the questions, bro. Popping up. I mean, it's all. I can handle it. Well, let me let me let me let me say this with the utmost with the utmost respect. I do believe that you you are getting questioned because this is a wonderful thing. This is a commendable thing. Oh, you know, overall, uh, I would be ec ecstatic to see this come to fruition sooner than later. And I think that is the sentiment of of most people. The you know, on a positive perspective. So, you know, I, it ain't I want be sooner until we get the funds, babe. So is there, you, is, there, is, there is, is there is there is there is there like a guesstimate number like if you had to just throw a number out like